Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hello and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm your host, Joy, and I am really excited to finish up this series that we're in right now talking about some play basics. So we started off with talking about scaffolding. Scaffolding is such an important tool in our parenting tool belt as we help our children to know and love Jesus and we nurture the faith that they are already developing. So please, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to the episode on scaffolding. And then we talked about um, risky play and block play and, oh, some others that I can't remember right now. But um, it has been a really good, 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 good series on looking at the basics of childhood play. And this week is kind of different because Block play is a thing in the early childhood realm. Um, Risky play is a thing. Loose parts play, that was another, that is a thing. And so this last one, chalk play, is not a thing. You cannot probably go find any articles online about chalk play because Chalk is a media that we use in art, right? It is an artistic media and um, it is not like blocks or loose parts or something that has a specific type of development, but I wanted to include it because I'm a little outside of the box and because there are just some really great ways that we can use chalk to talk about faith and to practice faith and help our kids to practice faith um, that I wanted to share. And so these are not so much about the basics of understanding chalk play, because again, that's not a real thing, Um, not in the academic world. But I wanted to share some really practical ideas of what you can do with chalk and conversations you can have with chalk. Okay, so one of the things that I love about chalk is that most of the colors, with the exception of white chalk or black chalk, can be seen on white paper and black paper. You can talk about um, using black construction paper or dark um, 
sidewalks or you know um driveways things that are dark bringing light into the darkness and i don't know if you've ever like taped down a cross on construction paper and then you just kind of color the outside edges and then you kind of smear it a little and then you take the cross off and it's just this really um beautiful image because of the the chalk and the negative space it um it, it's really beautiful but i love that idea of bringing this light this color into the darkness and a lot of our markers and crayons do not work well on black paper but chalk is special that in that way that it it is usable in a dark space and um and it brings life and color to the darkness like Jesus does in the darkness of this world right okay so there's one using dark paper and chalk. Um, Especially playing with the negative space can be really great. Now, some kids are not going to like to play with chalk because it is messy and it smears easily. You can't do detail. So if you have children who feel that way, do not try to do detailed projects with chalk. It just doesn't work very well. Um, And that can cause anxiety to some children. I have learned this from experience. All right. Um, Not with chalk, but with another hard to manage um, medium. And it was, um, it was stressful for one of my daughters. All right. The next one that I want to share is kind of in this bringing light to a darkness. Chalk is a really great tool to um, share love in public places. So kids can, um, I did this as a children's pastor one time. Um, We were on a corner in a just a couple of blocks from downtown and we were having a festival one weekend. And so um, it would be bringing lots of people that Saturday, that Sunday afternoon past our church. And so our kids went outside onto the sidewalks and drew with chalk messages of love and images to bring smiles and joy to people. And so chalk is a really great medium to be able to do that in public places even. Our library this week is having a chalk art day and they're going to invite kids um, to come and do chalk art out on the sidewalks of the library. Our downtown has buckets of chalk just sitting around at different shops and kids can draw on the sidewalks downtown. So, um, And I think it is fair because rain washes it away to do this. We've done it at parks too, to help your kids leave messages of hope and love and um, joy to community members through pictures or words with chalk. Um, Not, it doesn't have to be um, 
gospel presentation. It can be something simple like a flower or or a smiley face. Um, And it brings joy to people. And so chalk is a really easy way to do that and leave these little love notes around your community because it washes away. So it's, um, it's safe to do that. And it still brings joy to others. And the last one, the last way, this is uh, one of my favorites. Okay. So in our driveway, we have taken chalk and created a walking prayer labyrinth giant. And it's so much fun. It's great. Um, you do it with chalk and you can find labyrinth patterns online. They're super simple. Some of them, I will put a link to one in the show notes and these, um, you know, in your driveway will last until it rains or until you wash it off with the hose or water, but you draw them and then you take time and you model this mama take time for yourself and, um, for your own faith. Start with that, um, love first love, then teach, then play. Um, So we love God first. First, mama, you can enjoy this prayer labyrinth and you walk in and you on your pathway in to the center, you pray, you talk to God and on the way out, you listen and you let God talk to you. It is um, such a simple, simple tool but can be so, so empowering to give you and the Holy Spirit that time. And especially if you are a kinesthetic prayer uh, or a kinesthetic play, or if you're a kinesthete um, and like to move and enjoy life by moving your body, this type of activity this type of spiritual discipline can be so good for you. And um, it can be as big as you have room for in your driveway. And then you just sit there and you walk slowly in, in this path towards the center, talking to God and listening to God. And then you teach your kids to do the same. You teach by doing it yourself first, modeling, and then you tell them, this is what we're going to do. We're going to walk in. And as we walk into the center, we talk to God. You could tell God how awesome you think he is. You can tell God about your day. You could tell God, thank you for this, or thank you for that, or help me with this, or give me wisdom on that. And then as we leave the circle, we, we get to the center and then we walk back out and we stop talking and we listen. This is something that I don't think we always do well in our prayers. And so that is why this prayer labyrinth can be so helpful, especially for kids, because it kind of gives them something to do with their bodies. And we know their little bodies like to move. It gives them something to do with their bodies and gives them direction 
of how to listen to God and then gives them opportunity and an amount of time. If they um, feel like the time is too long, they can walk a little faster. Or if they're hearing from God, then maybe they'll slow down or they'll go again. But the opportunity is there for them to engage with God without us. And it can be helpful to teach our kids the ways God likes to talk to us and in feelings and images and words in um, thoughts and scripture that comes back to our mind when we have it memorized. There's so many ways um, of just that, that gut instincts. Um, so God can speak to us in a lot of ways. And um, so reviewing some of those with your kids, I believe I have an episode of that um, that you can go back. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But you can um, model it, practice it yourself, and then teach your kids how to do it. And then let them go. Let them play. If they want to do it a little differently, that's okay. That's um, not wrong. They can have their own relationship with God um, and use those tools in whatever way they feel safe and they feel led to do. So trusting your child and trusting God, especially to be able to speak into your child's life um, when you've given them this environment. And it's so easy to do with chalk. And so that was really, really why I wanted to do um, an episode on chalk play is just, I think it is a really unique uh, tool. And we so often will only use it for like drawing tic-tac-toe or hopscotch on the sidewalks, right? Um, or on our driveway. But there's so much more we can do with it. One last little bonus thing. You can also create fun little obstacle courses where they have to um, jump over lines or you draw swirls and they spin around on the swirl or um, leapfrog and, you know, just do different designs. You can look those up and um, it's really fun. I will put put a link to one of those in the show notes as well. So mamas, we are getting started with a new school year so soon. We've got a couple of weeks left here. I know um, families that are going back this week, though, that are going back to school this week. Um, I am still soaking in five more weeks of summer, but I have some workshops coming up this month in August. Um, I am going to have two workshops. The first one is on August 8th and it is called um, Engaging Bible Stories. So it's about telling Bible stories to your kids of up to 12, 13 um, in ways that will engage your kids and get them excited about hearing Bible stories and help them to experience them and not just hear it in their in their ears, but to 
feel it in their hearts and their minds as well. So that one is at 7 p.m. Pacific time so that we can put our kiddos to bed and then meet online in, in a Zoom room and we will, um, I will present for a little while and then there'll be some Q&A time. I will model this. I, we will practice. You will have a workbook. Um, it has totally changed the way I tell stories to kids. I always have kids excited and eager to hear more stories when I tell kids stories this way. And it works for other people. I've gotten feedback from volunteers at churches, from parents, from children's pastors, all who have started to use these strategies and it has changed the way their kids are experiencing Bible stories. So, um, I really want to encourage you to sign up for that. I will put a link for that also in the show notes. Again, that's called Engaging Bible Stories, and that's on August 8th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. If that's too late for you, if you're in East Coast or somewhere else in the world, um, stay up late and party with us or, or I will include a replay. And that is going to be $47. And that money goes directly back in to my ministry. And at this time, it's going right back in to my book that is coming out this fall. The second workshop is a new topic for me. Um, I've had this conversation with lots of moms, but I've never done it as a workshop. So it will also be at 7 p.m. Pacific time. This one is on August 23rd, and it is called Curious Kids and Their Big Faith Questions. So many kids ask questions that we cannot answer, or we don't feel like we can answer, or we don't know how to answer in a way that's developmentally appropriate or age appropriate that they can understand. Or maybe we just don't know the answer ourselves. Maybe it's a question we're not supposed to know the answer to. And that's really hard. And it can be hard to pass on this firm faith when we still have questions. But that is what God calls us to do. He doesn't call us to know it all. He calls us to trust him with the answers. And so we're going to talk all about um, these curious kids and how to answer their questions. And some of them will be some questions that our kids have are not necessarily Bible questions, but because we love Jesus, every choice that we make, everything that we do is filtered through a faith-based lens. Everything we teach our kids is discipleship, is nurturing their faith right? And so when we can answer these questions thoughtfully and feel confident in how we are answering them, it will give us the confidence and the um, encouragement to boldly answer and to boldly ask as well. So that is another Zoom call. And I would love for you to 
sign up for that one as well. I put again, I will put the links in the show notes. I would love, love, love to see your faces. And these are workshops based on requests, based on what you want to know, what um, moms in the thick of it are asking for. So if you have a topic that you want to dive deep, an hour, hour and a half with other moms, with me, please reach out. I would love to host a workshop that um, hits you where you're at in your motherhood and helps you to confidently uh, mom with Jesus and enjoy motherhood because you have this peace in this this problem you may have right now. So please reach out. Let me know what would you like to hear. If you are a children's pastor, I would love to do workshops for you to let me know what you want. These two right now will be um, focused towards moms, but definitely applicable for those in children's ministry as well. So um, yeah, reach out. Let me know what do you want to learn and support my ministry on my book that is coming out in the fall called Communion Along the Way and um, where we teach our kids about the Lord's Supper playfully and in the everyday moments. So um, have a great week, mamas. Get some chalk, go outside, play, spread joy. And on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with God's kids. Bye now. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.